0: Hey there, it's me Denise Lee and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast where we help improve your mindset and your money. And in today's episode, I'd like to talk with you about five ways you can grow an audience of quality followers. I didn't just say followers, I said quality followers. These are the people who will advocate for you, who will buy your stuff and will spread your message far and wide. If you want some of that action, stay tuned after this short break and we'll dive right into it. Hey, 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 and we're back. But before we dive into today's episode, as always, I love to give a electronic high five to those of you who are listening for the very first time. Thank you very much for joining me and if you haven't done so already, make sure you smash that subscribe button so as soon as I drop another episode, you'll be able to listen to it lickety quick and those of you who have been listening for multiple episodes, I see you, I'm not ignoring you, (laughs) thank you for being here, make sure that you're telling your friends, you're writing reviews and you are letting me know what you want to hear more of. Write me at hello at com. Love to hear your thoughts. And if you haven't done so already, regardless if you've been listening for the very first time or multiple episodes and you are just freaking loving what you're hearing, mosey on over to We'll be where we'll, I will share resources and other articles that will help you. And lastly, let's be friends on social media. If you haven't done so already, tweet at me at deniseglee or follow me on Denise George Lee on LinkedIn, that's where I'm I'm at. That's where I'm hanging out with you guys and sharing motivation, inspiration, other things that help you not just grow your audience, but elevate how you think about things. A lot of the concepts that I will be talking about is featured in my course, Contagious Conversations. You can only find it at DeniseGLee.com. Click the courses tab and then you'll find Contagious Conversations. There you will find at least 100 ideas on what to post as well as an audio guide to help you have more quality conversations and a strategy. If you are beginning or you're just not really seeing much traction in terms of your audience, find that only at denisechili.com, Contagious Conversations. And with that being said, let's get into today's episode. I... Definitely wish that someone broke down these ideas for me or maybe someone did and I just was oblivious to it to be quite honest with you because I think for a lot of us, especially entrepreneurs, we want to do things our own way in our own time frame and it doesn't really matter what, what anybody else has to say on that matter. Anyway, I have synthesized and distilled into five main areas for the purposes of our conversation about how we can grow quality followers. Because I think, let's just dial it back and think about it in another way through a story that happened to me and it's a true story. And I definitely wish I didn't do this in the beginning of my business. So in the beginning of my business, I was told that I needed to get as many likes as possible on my page. And likes is another way of saying followers and I specifically remember on Facebook, it was not my current business, but it was a prior business where I bought likes. Yeah, I know. I bought likes and I had, at first it was so awesome. I had likes from a hundred to a thousand and over a thousand. It was just so exciting. And as I looked at who was liking my page, it was people who had no interest. Some of them didn't even speak English for that matter, and I realized that they were part of a bot farm where I think you get a dollar for every 100 likes you do on certain pages, and they didn't care about my products or services. In fact, they probably just muted my content, meaning that they they could still see my feed if they wanted to, but it wouldn't show up. Unless they made an attempt to actually mosey on over to my page. And I realized that while that was feeding my ego and it was showcasing how many followers I have, it didn't mean a darn thing because these people weren't customers and they weren't even trying to be customers. They were motivated by whoever was paying them for the likes that they were giving. And I know for a fact that it's still being done today. You can buy followers, you can buy uh, positive reactions on your content and it may seem on the surface that is a great idea but these people who are doing this they're not going to be followers they're genuine followers meaning they'll comment on your stuff and they'll refer you to other people and that they will actually help grow your brand they're not going to do that And that's why this whole episode is about quality followers, people who are not going to be sitting on the sidelines, people who are actually invested in their own personal development or whatever you have to offer to make their lives easier. They want more of what you have to offer. And that being said, let's now dive into this episode. The first step, and I wish that I knew this in the beginning, was to be on a platform that you like no more than one to two places. I see a lot of new entrepreneurs, and I did it myself too, where I had to be on TikTok and Instagram and LinkedIn and Facebook and Snapchat or Reddit or Quora or so many other places, and we're creating all this content all over the place, and I remember my mentor, my first business mentor, mentioned this to me, and it still ha- holds true to this day: is that scattered efforts result in scattered results, meaning that you're all over the map, all over the place. You're not really zeroing and focusing on one particular platform. You're not really going to see that growth. I think about, for example, LinkedIn as a classic example. Like, LinkedIn has. Over 311 million active users on that platform. You know how many people that is? That's like a freaking load. And all you need for a lot of us, we don't, we just need maybe a 0.0005% of that population to have a thriving business. Imagine... Just thinking about LinkedIn and so many other major platforms like Facebook or Pinterest, there are tons of customers there for you. I hate people thinking, well, there's no customers for me on TikTok or there's no customers for me on Instagram, for example. There are customers there. What I often see is that a lot of us are just trying to repurpose our content across the board. And not adapting the content for the platform that we're using. And for example, I am not a visual person. I'm just not, I'm not going to see it. I'm not going to be there just snapping a bunch of photos and stuff like that. You will be hard pressed for me to show these things on Instagram, which is a visual platform. They have a beautiful visual and a caption that accompanies it as well as hashtags. I'm not into that vibe. I'm sorry. That's why I'm not on Instagram and actively because this is not a place where I, I don't consume, I don't prefer content that's visual, but you may, you may freaking love taking photos and videos and making visual stories. You need to be on there. You need to be on a place that you would love to be there all day, 24 seven, because more often than not, that's how you're going to connect with other people. That's why you're going to be able to feel at ease using the new features or adapting your content to work perfectly because you are on a place that you love to be. So don't try to be scattered. Just think about no more than two places you're like, "Oh, yeah, I freaking love that place. I love how I can use the features and I love the how they lay out things and I love all the ways that they connect with people and show me new ideas. I need to be there." And just make a commitment to yourself for like 90 days. Everything needs to be done within 90 days. say so I'm committed for at least 90 days to do X, Y, and Z action because I know that that's really the minimum amount of time where I can actually see results happening. So make that commitment to yourself at least 90 days, okay? Now, number two is engage in quality conversations with people you would like to work and collaborate with. This is a biggie that I wish that I began in my own business content creation game where I thought that it was just enough for me to post content, useful, helpful content. And that was it. But here's the thing. We all are human beings and we're not just manning accounts. We're actually interacting with human beings behind a screen and they want to be appreciated. They want to be shared, uh, some form of interest and not just your stuff, but how they believe in stuff. I think about often in my personal Twitter account, a lot of times where I will ask questions, I will be a make a comment, someone will respond to me, and I don't always necessarily take the glory of their comment. I will retreat, meaning I will literally expose their content to a larger audience that they may not have access to normally. So that they can feel that not only I value their stuff, which is true, I did value their stuff, but I want them to have the exposure to say that, hey, you're saying some really good things. I want other people to learn about this too. So often, I think we take our cues for how to run our accounts based on celebrities, celebrities who have millions of followers. And if you notice that celebrity will quote Say a celebrity will say one thing and they'll get all these millions of comments and likes. But if you notice, if you actually go into the comment section, the celebrity will not really respond or engage at all. And or maybe if they do, maybe just a, a handful, maybe they're friends and then move on. And we believe, me, we beginners believe that that's the way to do it. And that's not the way to do it. We have to literally be our own press agent, our own communications, PR, our public relations specialist, where we dive into the comment section, we respond to the comment, we spur more conversation throughout. Because here's the thing, people don't want to feel that you're just having this megaphone uh, speaker box thing where you're just speaking off and it's only a one-way communication and it's it's not going back and forth. It's kind of like playing tennis by yourself against the wall. You know, you can only play tennis by yourself but so long. (laughs) It's not as fun. It's not as engaging if you're actually playing with someone. Now, here's one big caveat that I have to say that I wish I knew. As your account grows... You are going to get trolls, you are going to get dissenters, you're going to get people who are going to say all sorts of nasty, negative stuff about you, and I want you to give yourself the permission to kick them out as soon as they start acting nasty. And there's there's a couple of reasons why you need to kick them out as soon as they show their card that they are a dissenter. Now, here's the thing. Attitudes are contagious. If you're around people who are just saying nasty, vitriolic things, they are actually flagging to not just your audience, but their audience as well, that you are bo- you're available and ready to be a punching bag. I don't want that for you. I don't want you to be a punching bag for anyone. And it also can mess with your m- mood. It can also make you feel distraught about your message and what you've got to share. And lastly, you get to run your account your way. There's no reason why in the world you would have people around you who are basically using every opportunity to say something negative. Now, I have just to say one more thing is that, does that mean that you must try to flag every and any potential negative person that comes across your account as your account grows? No, you don't have time for any of that mess. I'm specifically talking about very extremely toxic people who have nothing good to say and they're negatively impacting the conversation in your feed. That's all I'm talking about. I'm not talk because here's the thing, you're going you're not going to be able to control all the trolls. At, for example, if you're going to have like over 20,000 or 30,000 followers, there's it's next to impossible to control trolls at that micro negative level. And then sometimes you may have to mute conversations so you don't see people saying anything nasty. Sometimes you'll have the block. It's going to be up to you and your comfort zone about you flagging, identifying, okay, now it's time to sh- close the valve on this type of conversation or close the valve interacting with these people. I'm done. I can't do this anymore. That's up to you. But I just want to let you know that you run your account your way and you don't have to tolerate with crazy conversations with people. But you should make an effort with those who are engaged with you positively to ask questions, to highlight them in some way or fashion or to invite them to talk more or expand on their ideas on certain things because I definitely believe that it's not going to just open your mind to new ideas, but it's also signals to your audience that you are someone who wants to collaborate and learn and grow while obviously growing your business, okay? Number three, give, 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 and give some more of the stuff that you want to receive. I remember in the beginning of my business, I would just create some PDF. Some and it was really nice these PDFs about some tips or tricks or whatever. And one of the things that I didn't realize was that for me, I didn't I didn't need more another PDF that would look at it and I would forget about it and it would just be filed away and I get distracted with other things. I needed to hear the voice. I needed to have some written tips along with it. What I'm trying to say is you know your audience better than I know them. And you have to literally give away the things that you believe are so freaking helpful that you know yourself, you would just go back again and again and again and again and review it. Don't be under the assumption that you can just put out crappy things and you know it's crappy and you don't believe that it's going to help anybody but you believe that it's somehow going to get some leads. Now, here's the thing. People can sense when you're giving out the good stuff versus crap. The people who are giving out the crappy stuff, the easy stuff that is just easy to create and doesn't take a lot of effort, it's going to be discarded because it doesn't really... Showcase your expertise is really mediocre. It's run of the mill, and it's easily forget about. You want to be unforgettable, and so that's why you're going to just step out the box and think about what is something that you know someone is going to really need. It's going to be totally different from everybody else, and you're going to really make a splash in your audience because that's what we want to do. We want to make a splash. We want to show people that. We are different, and this is why, okay? Now, let's talk about number four is setting boundaries. Now, there's a lot of levels of setting boundaries, and I go a lot about this in actually Amazing Attitude course, but there's actually some overlap between this and what my strategies I include in Contagious Conversations. You can find that in denisecheelee.com. But anyway, what I'm talking about boundaries is having limits about what you will share, what you won't share, and it also includes what you will give away versus what you will not give away for free. For example, I think about a coach that I worked with a while back ago, and she said that she doesn't mind talking all day, every day in a group setting, and she will not give away pamphlets or or workbooks or sample sales pages or just anything written for free she didn't mind talking she'll talk all day every day but in fact giving away materials no 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 that she's not about that you need to decide for yourself online what do you not want to do as well as will you will easily do for example you may be online and you have no problem whatsoever laying out the keys to the kingdom in terms of how to grow an audience or <laughs> what you need to do if you face X y or z problem or tips and tricks on blah 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 in fact i actually encourage people to do that and that's actually i explain the reason why in my 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 class a contagious conversation the reasons why to do that but anyway I You have to decide for yourself what is off limits and what is totally cool for you. One of the things that I had to amend and change in my life professionally was believing that I could not and I should not talk about anything about my past trauma or the issues that I was plagued with in the past and I thought that I had to showcase everything that was running perfectly and smoothly in my business. And I realized that that was actually the worst thing that I could have done in terms of growing my brand, because I realized that the more vulnerable that I can be and sharing the things that matter most to me can actually facilitate conversations, really genuine conversations amongst my audience. And I've seen a big turn, at least even with this podcast, From those of you guys who write to me and ask me questions, it's been really amazing to see how amazing being vulnerable can be. So I would encourage you, above anything else, to think about ways that you can be a little bit more vulnerable, ways that you can be a little bit more honest with other people. I think that that's going to really be a game changer in terms of growing your brand but again you have to think about what you, who you are your audience and what you want to sell so there's a lot of factors about it so I think that it takes a little nuance but all in all I think it's a really good thing to do by being honest and sharing the situation okay and lastly invite your followers to to promote themselves and their ideas. And you may be thinking, wait a minute, Denise, didn't we just talk about growing your followers? Why are we trying to promote other people? Well, there's a reason why we want to promote other people is we want to give credit what credit's due, first and foremost. We want to be able to refer people to people that are really good about certain Little subsets or certain sort of expertise. I think about one particular course that I took a while back ago where inside the course she invited other coaches to talk about specific issues that the course creator didn't talk about. And it was great because now I'm learning about other resources and now I can be able to expand my horizons, and as a course creator, as a coach, as a consultant, or whatever you are, you want to be known as someone who is resourceful, and that includes... Letting other people know that you don't know everything. The, it's an it's a exercise into humility to say, hey, look, I don't know everything, but I definitely do know you can learn more about X, Y, and Z topic from this other person. I truly believe that we can help other people by helping our community. We can't do this in isolation. No way we can do it in isolation. I'm hoping that as you're thinking about your business, this is a, maybe a great opportunity to reach out, send a message, a DM, or email to someone that you've been Enjoying their content. Think about ways that you guys can collaborate, create a podcast, create a joint post, make a video. The the sky is really the limit, but don't believe for a second that you have to somehow build your business alone. And I'm not saying that we have to rely on referrals and we have to rely only on just hopping on other people's shows or their own audiences, but I do believe that. It's going to really help expand your horizons about your knowledge and obviously help other people find you easier. Now, let's review the list that we've talked about. And again, I go into it a lot more in Contagious Conversations course is number one is be on a platform that you like. Don't hop all over the place. Find two places that you really like. Number two is engage in quality conversations with people that you would love to work or collaborate with. Make sure that you ask questions, you write polls, you just get good conversations going. Number three is give, 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 and give away more of the stuff that you want to receive. Don't be mediocre, don't be sloppy. Give stuff that you know you would like to have. Number four is set boundaries about what you share, how often you show up, how often you create content. It's up to you. Don't try to be all things to all people all the time because that's an exercise in futility. And lastly, number five, invite your followers to promote themselves and their ideas. Get into the DMs, start asking if you can co-collaborate, retweet, highlight, share what other people have to share. You never know what may happen as a result of doing that. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. Was there anything of my list that really popped out in your mind? I love to hear it. Send me a message at hello at And as always, I'm so grateful for our time with one another. If you really loved this episode, make sure that you shared it with somebody else. Well, that's it. Thank you so much for listening. Take care and be awesome.